Tonight's episode is brought to you by Click Gaming, a freelance esports tournament company based out of Oklahoma. If you're located in the U.S. and need esports services, this is the ultimate gaming company for you. Contact Johnny Weaver at icychiller at att.net. That's I-C-Y-C-H-I-L-L-E-R. On this episode of the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. To buy or not to buy? I got the news that's going to cure your blues. Um, Amazon's moving as slow as the U.S. election ballot counting. And now, the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. And welcome, everybody, to another wonderful Green Day. It's the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast, episode 91. We're talking Xbox Series X release today, Ryan. What I'm talking about is obviously Xbox Series X. We're going to be talking about it. Uh, It's finally out today. Uh, You know, you've had some people that have had their hands on it, but couldn't talk about too much because they're just kind of pre-reviewers. And then now you've got everybody and their grandma putting review videos out. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to tell you whether it's good or bad yet. You're going to have to wait. Of course, tonight I'm going to be bringing you some gaming news. i got a little bit of uh, Xbox Series X gaming news, um, but I'm not going to dive into, like, any details of the actual console, more of um, when you're expected to get your your console. Also, Mm -hmm. I've got some some news on Fortnite, um, Call of Duty, and more. That's going to be in the gaming news section. Um, But Hunter, Hunter Venable's with us tonight. He's just gonna be chilling, hanging out with his wintry background, Hunter. His outfit goes good with his background. Like that's right. And it's not even his regular eighties. He's like he still played into the background. Mm-hmm. I get jealous of him almost every episode. Just what it is, man. I'm just I stay prepared. Mm. <laughs> uh well guys, uh let's head on over, check out some gaming news. right guys it's time for the leaks for the geeks and tonight i'm bringing it big because i wasn't sure how much ryan was going to have on his end um you know all things considered sometimes you're not sure what they're going to be giving you on day one release Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) so uh but first off we are gonna step right into the game of Fortnite. uh we talk about this game i feel like you know a decent amount uh, we had recently talked about uh, a little bit of a drop in mm, popularity, said- maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But uh, it looks like Epic Games has uh, maybe some more plans in store. That being said, we're we're talking about a possible monthly subscription to the game. Mm-hmm. So uh, wait, it's always been free, hasn't it? It has always been free. Yes. So you're going to go from free and slowing down to charging. Yes. I got to hear but, more. But, but but I think this is going to be like an opt-in option. Okay. Here, here we go. A recent survey sent to players was shared on Twitter by noted leaker FireMonkey asking players their thoughts on a potential recurring bundle. Um, yeah. And then right here they have the survey listed. 
We're just going to talk about the details that were within the survey. Uh, says here that the survey showed players an image suggesting that a bundle would offer 1,000 V-Bucks, which says is worth about $8 each month, as well as okay. an instant as well as an instant access to each season's battle pass, uh, which will be set uh, paying customers back another eight or so every three months, give or take. Okay. And then it says there's also a monthly crew pack offering early access to a skin, pickaxe, and back back bling, as well as asking players what they under, understood would be included in the potential subscription. The survey hmm. queries... Uh, how much they'd be willing to pay for it with uh, about 1599 us dollars and 1899 uh, is some of the prices that they floated here in this survey. I don't think we're allowed to say query anymore. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that overall the response seems pretty positive amongst fans of the game, uh, but there's no guarantee that they're going to implement this. It seems like they're just, I'm with you. Other it, options. It, this is not a subscription for playing. This is a subscription for those guys who already spend a bunch of money on it to kind of have a steady flow with maybe you're getting a better deal than usual kind of a thing on all these little extras. Maybe a little bit of a discount, yeah. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I might yeah, yeah. invest it. Did you give a price for it already or no? Yeah, they floated the idea of maybe doing like a $16 one and an $18 one. Or I say six. it's fifteen ninety nine and eighteen ninety nine. And that's okay. yearly or monthly? That would be monthly. Mm. So, yeah. So you're paying eighteen ninety nine for maybe twenty five dollars worth of stuff. Right. It's not. A, it doesn't sound like a huge discount. Mm-mm. Right. No. If if they want you to sign up for a monthly, it's got to be for like fifty percent, in my opinion. Yeah. You got to be getting a good discount. To to me, this is a way to get like a boost from your, like you said, from your already active players. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, he might not bet buy, uh, you know, seventeen dollars worth of, or sixteen dollars worth of product in a month. Mm-hmm. But if we put them on the subscription plan, we get a little little more out. Yeah, of but it, it might be that guy that buys thirty here and there, and he thinks, yeah, you know what, sixteen, yeah. I always get this stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. and ends up spending more than he thinks he will. Yeah, yeah. But that's, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, for the right guy, it might be real good. But I mean, I don't I, know. I'm the guy that pays fifteen dollars for WoW, and I buy each expansion game. You know. So yeah, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I can't yeah. be too snooty about it. But you're not buying a $25 fairy suit when you play WoW, are you? No, no. Okay. You know, there's, there's lines where you got to draw, you know. <laughs> yeah. In the pixels, there yeah, has to be lines. Isn't there $25? Yes. Yeah, but he's yeah. not buying it. It's not I'm buying saying. it. Yeah. I don't have to buy that. Yeah. I think Clint has bought a $20 mount before, though. I have. Just so everybody knows. Yeah. That's true. I, think I, I think I remember that. Yeah. More than, more than a mount. I've never. I've uh, multiple mounts. I've paid for that service, but. Gotcha. Yeah. I bought a little panda that does like kung fu stuff. This is before the, before the karate pandas came out, mm. or uh, Pandaria. So you know, just mm. a little guy that follows you around. You know, so it's before the karate pandas, but after kung fu panda, probably. No, this is before kung fu panda. Yeah, he had to put that in there. So he kung, kung fu panda has been out for what fifteen years. So when did? How was this before that? Uh, the Pandaren were in Warcraft three, which would have been how how long ago? Gosh. 2002, maybe. Okay, so you're drawing it close. We're gonna have to look this up, folks. <laughs> well, let well, me let me type it up. Warcraft three. I mean, because what's the what's the coincidence that they're gonna come up with a Kung Fu Panda? And, and so I'm thinking here. Well, maybe Kung Fu Panda 
came up because of Warcraft. It's possible because Warcraft is such a big game. And I know that um, Jack Black in 2008. Jack Black has played some World of Warcraft for sure. Oh, okay. Well, 2002, July 2002 was when Warcraft 3 uh, came out. Dang, that was a pretty dang good guess, boys. Yeah, yeah. The so, the, so, so that makes me wonder if the, if the movie was influenced by World of Warcraft. That's very interesting. Maybe, maybe. Now, the thing about Warcraft 3, that this is a little hint out there, not hint, but like a little side information nugget. for you guys, a little nugget of information if you're a Blizzard fan. Warcraft mm-hmm. 3 and World of Warcraft were actually be, being developed at the same time, which is why the art okay. style looks similar. That's okay. Why get, that's why it was like a seamless transition. Mm, so, mm, yeah. mm. so Warcraft 3 was before World of Warcraft, though, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. 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 It, it, it launched, uh, it released 2002, and then Warcraft, World of Warcraft launched 2004, officially, okay. I believe. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, that's. And then your your life launched into the black hole, two thousand seven. No, no, mine was like two thousand nine ish. That's where they really got me. Because before that, I couldn't afford to pay a subscription. Hey, good thing is they've kept you for a long time, and you've kept the neck fat. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like a yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm oh, level. I'm level two twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, hey, I'm growing with those not- levels. Let's not talk about my level. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so we've been talking about a little bit of Xbox news here, guys. Xbox Game Pass is offering a little special shopping shopping for their subscribers. It says here mm. that Microsoft is adding a month of Disney Plus to its Xbox Games Pass Ultimate subscription this week. <coughs> so they say here, if you've never been a... If you've never been a Disney Plus subscriber, you'll be able to claim uh, one month free from the Perks Gallery on the Xbox console or through the Xbox Game Pass mobile app. Okay. Uh, now, the just to make sure I'm remembering right, the Ultimate is the one that gives you the PC along with it, right? You've got Xbox. Yeah, I believe okay. so. Yeah. I think so, too. Um, it also says here in the article, kind of going to the, well, yeah, it it gives you a PC and phone now. That's right. You can actually, I think, play even over on your phone. If you have one of the newer phones yet, like the, like the note to, to, uh, not two, but 20, like I've got. So I guess it like hooks up to whatever controls you put to it, like the little controllers you can buy for them. Well, yeah, you can, you can link your Xbox controller to your phone now, like Uh, a real Xbox controller. Mm -hmm. So it actually... Mm -hmm displays it okay yeah pair, pairs uh, via bluetooth okay that's pretty sweet mm-hmm. uh they also say here in the article um kind of on a side note that epic epic games is also running its own promotion fortnite players who make real money purchases of in, in-game items like v bucks are and our new disney plus subscribers can get up to two months of the streaming service for free um, and then it says that this is uh, this little deal here from Xbox is arriving just in time because you have season two of The Mandalorian. Um, mm-hmm. so. Yep. Uh, We've definitely know. enjoyed, uh, what do you call it? Disney Plus. No, yeah. Disney Plus altogether. It's, Overall, it's been it's good. Yeah, definitely. If you guys yeah. don't have it as parents, I've, I've definitely recommended it. It's got plenty on there. 
we go back like in the holidays, like right now we're going back, we're watching like those old school Disney channel movies, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like that, that you remember when you was a kid, you just loved them. They're mm-hmm. on there, you know, don't look under the bed, stuff like that. Yeah. They were clutch for Halloween. Hocus mm-hmm. Pocus, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. I, I was other I would, watching I would, uh, Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would totally delete uh, Netflix and Hulu before I got rid of Disney. Yeah. Well, you, get Hulu, you get Hulu with it though, really. I mean, the only way to go I, is to get the, the package. You get the bundle and you also get ESPN Plus with it, I think. Yeah, that's the only and way. I to tried go. to bundle it a while back and it messed up and I never did it again. So I need, oh, to, really? I need to go ahead and bundle. I was mm. I was a little bit uh, a little bit depressed about my HBO Max because it doesn't have all the movies that I'd like, you know? Like I felt like I was going to get a little more. I hear you. I, I haven't even explored HBO Max since I found out I had it, so there, I don't know what's up. There's some good stuff, but they don't have everything, and then there's just certain movies you'd think they have that they don't have, and, mm. you know. Yeah. So what you. do you get that on? How did you you guys pay extra for that, or what? Uh, um, by having AT&T unlimited, unlimited plan. Yep. Oh, okay. Yep. yep. So that was awesome. Also, guys, just uh, to throw it out there, if you're going to redeem this free month, you got to do it by March 2nd, 2021. Um. So there you go. So check that out. Uh, let's see here. I don't know which one I want to talk about first. We'll go ahead and talk about this. We're going to talk about Square uh, Enix, guys. Yeah, talk about Square Enix. That's what I was going to say. Yep. Square Enix's game division, Digital Entertainment, HD Games, has posted operating loss of more than $48 million. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. $48 million only matters if we know what their full number was. You get what I'm saying? Because yeah. if we're talking about a $48 million fluctuation of $2.4 billion, then, eh. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, Ryan. We're talking about this specific $48 million loss. All right. Okay. $48 million, though, man. $48 million. It's attached to something. Is it saying this year they've had a $48 million loss? Well, I'm not, what do you mean? I'm not done yet. Okay, I'm listening. <laughs> says, while the publisher stopped short of giving a definitive reason for the loss, the period, the period the financial report reflects includes fiscal information up to the end of September 2020. Mm. The same month, its expensive live service title, Marvel's Avengers, was released. Mm. It says, as detailed by PC Gamer, the publisher didn't release the sales figures of Crystal Dynamics' highly anticipated superhero game, but it's MMO division, which concerns games like Final Fantasy uh, 14, posted profits across both uh, both periods. So this Japanese-based industry analyst David Gibson uh, posted on Twitter that the loss was driven by Marvel's, Avenger- Marvel's Avengers as volumes were 60% of, of plan, adding its implied... That the game cost over one hundred million to make, but only Jeez. sold three million. Mm. Uh, he goes on to say, "It looks like the total cost of the game is closer to one hundred seventy million to one hundred ninety million, given they only, given they only expensed seventy percent of costs in the quarter, plus marketing costs. Uh, why someone didn't stop this multiplayer beta sooner is uh, is a mystery." Square. Oh that seems like a lot of money for a game. Do normal games cost two hundred million dollars? Jeez! But you got to think they're probably that's probably buying licensing rights and things from Marvel. I'm sure they. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I get that, but how much does a normal game cost? Because I thought like a normal game doing well was around a hundred million, like in sales. Mm-hmm. So I would expect that the game takes eight million to make. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So right now my mind is kind of like, what the heck? What are we talking about? We need, like, to, what? We need to look that up. We need to yeah, research that and see. When what, you said that number, I was really so I think thinking the, back. So, so I think forty-eight million, maybe across the board, Ryan. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's for the quarter. Yeah. So it doesn't yep. it doesn't seem to line up with? Um, yeah, it wouldn't just be. I think, but I think they're attributing it to uh, Marvel's Avengers game. But if they spent two hundred million on one game, then I am right. They're making billions. There's no, you know what I mean. There's, <laughs> whoa, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it also says to. Um, in a new state of the game post, the developer confirmed that until the official launch next year, uh, you'll still be able to play the next game. Oh, no, that's the wrong part. Where's? Oh, here, here is, this is what I'm looking for. Says that Crystal Dynamics recently confirmed that Marvel's Avengers won't reach PS5 and Xbox Series X or Series S until 2021. Oh, wow. But I can't even okay. believe they're going to release it on that. I mean, I guess they're here, hoping people will buy it. Here's your answer, guys. Uh, average cost of a triple A game on the market from develop to launch is 60 to 80 million. Okay. Well, that, I mean, that would make sense though. Right. So they just went way over on budget on this little deal. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they definitely went way over. I just, that just makes you think, dang, what does a game, but I think games bring in more than a hundred million. Yeah. I just, I can't think in my mind how much, why you need that much money to make a game. Yeah. Well, I should say a game like a game like GTA or a game like Call of Duty or a game like, uh, you know, Elder Scrolls, games like that. Probably. Yeah. Those are AAA games. That's why I'm looking up AAA games. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, they're, they're losing money, but they say Square Enix says that they can recover. So we, we shall see. Yeah. I'm sure they were. They're they're a big game. They got plenty of speakers out there. And you get some of these indie games that, didn't hardly put a fraction of that into making their games, and then it blows up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they make a couple million for sure. All right, guys. Well, the next piece of information we got is a little game called Dead by Daylight. Mm. So I know you guys like this game. Um, I do have plans to uh, to pull up the trailer here for you guys. Um, I didn't figure you guys want sound because all it is is just music playing in the background. Mm-hmm. So uh, I am going to pull that video up in just a second, and we're going to just take a look at it. But basically the gist of it is Dead by Daylight is officially going to be bundled with the next-gen consoles. So that means um, that you're going to be able to play it on your Xbox Series X. You're going to be able to play it on PlayStation 5. It's going to basically have updated graphics. Uh, It says here that it would appear on Xbox Series X on November 10th and would be available day one. On PlayStation 5, meaning you'll be able to grab it on November 12th in some regions and on November 19th in the rest of the world. Um, and they just basically say that uh, the whole game itself is going to have a graphical overhaul. Um, they also did a new killer trailer, and mm-hmm. it, looks, it looks freaking sick. It's basically this killer mom with a baby that detaches from her wound. Not her womb, but her wound. She's going to be like chest wound. And the baby comes after the the players, and basically that's, alarms her as to where you're at. Sounds that's terrifying. And, and yeah, that's super creepy. 
Yeah, and then it shows the the baby go back into her chest, like sits inside the wound, kind of. Gross. And of course, it's not like a cute baby; it's a deep, yeah, demonic-looking yeah. uh, creature. So, um, you have that. But uh, let's pull this up real quick, guys, and we're gonna we're gonna check this out and see what Ryan and Hunter think of the graphical presentation of the game. Just so you guys know, as he's about to launch this video, I did pull up. Uh, you know what modern warfare is and Warzone. When you're talking about revenue, mm-hmm. we're talking about a billion each, a okay. billion. Yeah, jeez. So it's worth putting a hundred hundred million in. Yeah, for sure. Golly, if it's a game like if, if it's, it's a game, a game like, that. like that, yeah, yeah, okay. not <laughs> for not sure. Avengers. Yeah, uh, we had we had some hopeful thoughts, but I think we all had agreed though there just wasn't enough gameplay there mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. like the longer you get into no gameplay the more nervous you get so, like, uh, wait a second i'm yeah. getting played yep <laughs> all right that's one of my things with cyberpunk 2020 or 2077 just not enough there for me to really bite in but people mm-hmm. are pumped so we'll see what happens all right so let's watch this trailer real quick guys see what you think so uh, up up res textures you can tell especially yeah um some, I don't know, uh, I feel like they're comparable to PlayStation 1, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I, I agree. Uh, I agree with him 100% because uh, uh, Dead by Daylight is not a super high graphic game. Like, it's it's very dynamic, and it's a very good game, but I do not think that... Uh, he said PlayStation 1, I'm thinking Xbox One when I said I agree, just so you guys know. Oh, okay, okay. I'm thinking it's not, it's not at par for, uh, what do you call it, for the new games. It's... It's a good-looking game, and that looks better than what we've been playing. But if you were to compare it to, like, some of these other games that are actual next-generation games, it's definitely more like upper-level Xbox One graphics. Or maybe even not not quite there. You know what I mean? I feel like Don't most you? of that, too. Most of that was not even didn't look like it was playable. That was just, like, a cinematic. Yeah, I was mainly looking at the scenes that looked like <laughs> real. Yeah, because the cinematic yeah. ones, Like I was count. I was looking at the one where the characters, like... Uh, the killers moving like walking mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. player you can kind of tell that was more gameplay um well, if you compared that with resident evil 2 remake mm-hmm. resident evil 2 remake still better you get what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. I definitely like from lost console what will make this game better is textures and maybe shadowing done better mm-hmm. yeah if you can really get your shadowing because right now or you can't say right now i haven't played it in a while but last time we played it it's just a huge dark mist mm-hmm that you're walking through, and I think if they got some shadowing down a little better in it. Mm-hmm. A little more dynamic on the shadowing. Yeah, some depth, you know, like having yeah. some rays of light come through trees and, like, yeah. through and the I fog. Think, I, want I think some, the sound's phenomenal, but I agree with the on the on the lighting. I want some more gore, too. Like, I need it to be a little more, like, when they stab my character, I want to see, like, a hole in my chest. Not just some blood <laughs> splatter at the camera, but nothing really happens in my avatar. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah. I agree. So make it a little more impactful. Your guts are, like, guts are kind of spilling out when you're hanging right, on the hook. Right, yeah. yeah, I get it. Yeah. yeah, You know, all of a sudden, Michael stabs me five times in the chest, and my guy's still just nice, clean skin, you know? Right, uh, yeah. But blood's flying everywhere, and it's like, um, come on, guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you can do a little better than that. But, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Call of Duty is now going to be introducing private matches for Warzone. Really? Yeah. Interesting. So, so I think this is going to go a long way for esports. For I think, sure. I think like uh, I think Click Gaming will be using some Warzone 
type tournaments. Uh, it says that the, the mode requires various player counts to start the match, and there are currently three modes available. Those include Battle Royale, 50 players required to start, also has squad variations. You're going to have Plunder, uh, that's going to be 30 players uh, required to start, also has squad variations. And then you're going to have a mini Battle Royale, which is 24 players required. Um, this also includes, uh, also included in the new patch notes, are going to be your general improvements overall to the game. They do say that they're fixing weapons, so the weapon glitch hopefully is fixed. Uh, hmm. It says here on your PC update, uh, there are high-resolution texture packs. So these are to help with patch sizes and disk space. High-res textures will be downloaded while playing using on-demand textures, texture streaming. This option will kick in for those, those of you who are playing with texture resolution set to high, and it will stream textures for operators and weapons. And you'll, you'll also be able to control the daily texture streaming limit and the size of your cache. Uh, the new update will be around 33 gigabytes. Says here okay. Texture streaming won't be available for consoles. You'll just have to download the texture pack separate. Um, so to me, that says that they're just streaming those models. Like, like they said here, the weapons and the operators yeah. to cut down on yeah. how much is on your disc. Yeah. And to help with, uh, probably a little bit of speed, right? If it's, if it's backloading in the cloud kind of, and your Maybe computer's not rates. having to run it. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, the other question that I would have, and it's going to allow people with not such, your computer won't have to be as high end to run it. Does that make mm -hmm. sense? It's the same thing you saw with, um, what's it called? That game we played not very long. So uh, you had the abilities. What's it called? Come on. Apex Legends? Little, no, the next one Valorant. we played. Not, Valorant. Valorant. Yes, Valorant. Oh. Valorant. Um, that one is set up the same way, remember, because they said even potatoes can run it and all that. That's mm -hmm. because a lot of it was happening off board, if that makes sense. Right. And so it's happening on the background, so you don't have to have such a powerful computer. Um, one thing that you said about about the the groups really got my mind going, saying, hey, we could put together a private match with all of our friends and, and mm -hmm. listeners and have one deal where we're all in Discord together and – playing together in the same, that's going to be pretty epic to be able to do that. Those okay. private matches. Okay. You know what I mean? It's going to be yeah. a lot of fun events, almost like a, you can almost set it up like an online party, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, you could, if you're a big enough guy, like uh, if you're big, bigger streamers and stuff like that, you could sell tickets to that. Oh, yeah. Come play with your, your favorite streamers and just do party matches with yep. your, yeah. Yep. Yep. So cool. mm. I love, love the idea. I think there's a lot that can be done with it. What, what were you going to say, Hunter? Oh, I said that's so cool. Oh, okay. Yeah. that's And like I said, I think that's going to be a big thing in esports because mm -hmm. right now the way tournaments are set up, you know, uh, it, it's uh, more of a you go in and it's kind of the best out of your tournaments. You collect your points on kills and, and winning mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. So, I mean, this kind of blows open the doors. Yeah, now you yeah. can set up head-to-head -head matches. That's something that Fortnite's never even been able to do yet. Well, yeah, because you can come in and you're only competing – with those other that are that are in that tournament only. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can weed that down group by group with brackets even. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's very different. I'm, I'm excited for it. I love it. Yep, yep. So 
that's all good news coming from the Call of Duty front, especially if, another, uh, for Warzone. Mm-hmm, another feather in their cap. I think they're just doing a great job with Warzone altogether. Yep, they're, they're moving the right direction. All right, so my final news here was about the Xbox Series X pre-orders. Uh, this is... Uh, People getting them early? Mm, you wish. <laughs> <laughs> so Amazon, This is. I think this is more of an Amazon issue, but... I will uh, let you know here what the article says from The Verge. It says that Amazon is warning customers that Xbox Series X pre-orders might not arrive um, on release day, which would be um, November 10th. So in an email to some Amazon customers, the retailer says it expects to ship some consoles, quote, in the coming weeks as we receive more inventory in November and December. Amazon estimates that the effective pre-orders will receive Xbox Series X units by December 31st or before. Emails are being sent to a wide range of people, and some who have pre-ordered on Amazon have yet to receive shipment. Receive a shipment notice with just a day to go until the Xbox Series X was to launch. Yeah, so this was written a couple of days ago. So we're talking about mm-hmm. people that pre-ordered this device. They're going to wait till December 31st to get it, some of them. Uh, I would be pissed. That, that's the room that Amazon's giving you right now. Hey, you can tell Amazon's already saying that's Xbox because they're saying when we get more units, we'll send them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, yep. It's oh, not, not good either way. Um, mm-hmm. Amazon sent a similar email to some customers who pre-ordered the PS5 back in September. It warned that some shipments might not arrive on November 12th, and it was sent just a couple of days after pre-orders began. Whoa. <sighs> It's, uh, I just yeah. cancel my pre-order with them and order from someone else. I'd order at Walmart or whatever I need to do to make sure I got it. Yeah. Or you just keep your pre-order, go up to Walmart. Like you might see and wait little... overnight. Yeah. And then cancel it. Yeah. See if you can nab um, one in the store. Mm-hmm. I feel like there might be a little shortage of them at first though. Honestly, that's see, what happened with the switch. Yeah. But to me, you know, it's like, it's kind of hard right now because of pandemic stuff, but it's like, is it is it them trying to raise the the whole frenzy or is it really a pandemic issue? Now listen, I I I I completely disagree with the idea that you can pre-order something and not get it on time because I understand a shortage, right? But the whole point of pre-ordering is to make sure you don't get caught by the shortage. So yeah, they always run out and people want them and they're not enough out there. That's part of what happens when you get new consoles. That happened when Connect came out. That happened when we came out. You know, it happened when the when the uh whatever it was, the the new switch came out, the little mini one, mm-hmm. right? And the the problem is with it, they should say, Hey, look, we've got three hundred thousand units that are available if you pre order now and it's got a freaking count on there yeah. telling you when those 300 are up and then now you're on the waiting list, that's how it should yeah. be. Yeah. And then people are still going to pre-order because then it's still going to generate buzz. It's still going to this and that, but nobody's going to be mad because they know when they pre-ordered it, they were already past 300,000. But right. if you, if you're telling me I'm pre-ordering it so I can get it on me, I mean, I like even a phone, I would be mad yeah. if I pre-ordered a phone and then on release day, I went to AT&T to pick it up and they were like, Oh, I'm sorry. They sold too many of them. We don't have any. What are you talking about? I pre-ordered it. That's the mm-hmm. whole Oh, yeah, I'd be mad. Yeah, be like pre-ordering oh, uh, the WoW expansion, and I log in, they're like, well, your version isn't ready yet. Sorry about that. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> I completely agree. 
I'm, I'm on the consumer side. I'm just saying in, in the years past that I've seen, it's, it's usually told as, oh, I'm sorry, there's a shortage of them. Now, is that, is that, is that normal to happen with pre-orders, though? I don't know about pre-orders. Uh, I know overall that's that happens. Point. Yeah, because there's always, that's what I'm saying, there's always shortages, but it shouldn't affect pre-orders. Like, I know even like... Um, like you said, Ryan, that 100% is got to fall on the company. I mean, like, why are you selling oh, yeah. more of them than you I, have? I think it's yeah. the old cliche, they robbed Peter to pay Paul. Yeah. Okay, so they made a certain amount. They did pre-orders. Pre-orders went way well. And mm-hmm. then they're like, oh, crap, we still got to have something to give to Target, uh, Best Buy, Walmart. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, well, screw you guys. I think they shouldn't. <laughs> I think they should just not stock the stores in yeah. that situation. They yeah. should go well. Until they have enough stock to stock yeah, them. exactly. All of our units got sold in pre-orders. We're doing because awesome. Guys, <laughs> they're not going to do that because they're going to lose a cut. And they may get sued if they got contracts going with those publishers. Well, I mean, well, Yeah, publishers. but don't, don't all those people have pre-orders? I mean, doesn't... Doesn't Target and Walmart and all those guys do pre-orders too? I'm sure they do. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's a slippery slope. And then I think they do like doing the overnight stuff, you know? It looks good for media, for the TV, whenever you see a bunch of people lined up outside GameSpot trying to mm-hmm. pick up their, their Xbox. I thought they Xbox were trying games. to stay away from that this year, though. They're doing mostly everything online. Maybe, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Somebody will probably get sued. That's what's going to happen. It's 2020. <laughs> Yeah, this doesn't overall this doesn't look good for for those pre-orders though. Um I would be interested to see an update uh within this week to see how many people are waiting you know mm-hmm. to freak out from, mm-hmm. the, from the launch. It's but, like one of those boxes. Was somebody uh offended or upset by the situation? Yes, and then it leads to lawsuit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, hey, in this case it's my stinking money, guys. I already <laughs> paid you my paid you my money. I'm supposed to be playing. I took time one? off. I t- no, no. But I'm just saying, you had people. I mean, that was the same deal with the WoW expansion when they delayed it. There were some hardcore players who were pissed because they're like, "I just took a week off work to play WoW, and you just you just took it back a whole month. So now I'm gonna be yeah. off a whole week doing nothing." Yeah, see, that's a big deal. That is a big deal. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you can't just go, "Oh, I'm gonna come back to work anyways. We'll move my PTO." No. Yeah. We're scheduled so you, around it and everything. So, you know, there's some some people out there that was like, pre-order Xbox. When it launches, I'm playing just next-gen console all night long, baby. One whole week off. And then they're <laughs> like, wait, I'm not getting it till after Christmas. F Santa Claus. Yeah. I'm you know suing I'm Amazon instantly. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's all there. Just and like, there's just something toasty about playing it during the holidays. Oh, man, it's the best. <laughs> See, I'm sitting here. You guys. Oh, no, I'm back. sad. I'll wait till I talk about the Xbox, but my mind is definitely there where I'm going, man, I'm kind of wanting one, you know, I'm thinking I was gonna, and now I'm at this point, but, but it doesn't matter if we're too late because I never want them when they first come out. There's always some little kinks. There's always some little things. Oh yeah. But but I also don't want to wait either. Like I'm not even, I don't have any time to game. Why do I want one? I have no clue. I just want one. That inner desire of, Ooh, I got it. I'm playing it right now. Yeah. That secret, you know, it's like your mistress. Mm-hmm. Not that Ryan doesn't really have a mistress, but I'm saying, you know, the, the of idea of okay, we're not going to go there because this is a dad's <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh, well, mistress named Gaming Hunter. Is there anything else you want to add, bro? No. Uh, well, to the news, yeah. I mean, I got a couple of little things here. Um, 
but I'll be really quick with them. You were talking about Cyberpunk uh, 2077. Yeah. Delay, delay, uh, delay, delay, delay. Well, actually, they've confirmed the what? December release date after rumors of delay. Mm. So they're still have they're still releasing in December now. To me, like Clinton said, because there's been so little released on this, it's kind of mm-hmm. sketchy to me that you know maybe people were assuming that this was getting pushed back because we haven't gotten new content yet from it. And then now they're saying, no, we're still coming out in December. It's almost like, ooh. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So, um, but Cyberpunk. Well, they, did, they did push it back. They just was rumors of another pushback. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cyberpunk developer um, CD Projekt Red has responded to rumors that another delay is uh, for its uh, hotly anticipated RPG could happen, possibly pushing the title into 2021. Rather, they deny the rumors. The developer re, uh, reaffirmed its new December 10th release date. As no, a rule, not, not too far into December either. So, no. As a rule, we don't comment on rumors or speculations. Um, the representative told IGN in response to a request for a comment on the latest delays of or rumor delays. Hmm. Um, so yeah, so they are saying nope. We're coming out on December 10th. Um, you know, and I'm with Clint. I think that I'm a little nervous okay. at some of this stuff. <laughs> well, we've seen a lot of, uh, what do you call those, animation-type videos? Like, uh, we just cinematics. said, we just called it Omega. Cinematics, yeah, that's the word I was looking for. We've seen a lot of cinematics that look, like, mind-blowing. We just haven't seen much gameplay. Yeah. Well, even on this article on IGN, uh, you, they've got a bunch of pictures you can flip through and already i feel like the graphics on some of these pictures are like don't look as good as i remember them not well oh, really? yeah and so well let's, that's, let's because, that's because those pictures are probably gameplay pictures and all we've been seeing is cinematic yeah, that's, yeah that's probably it yeah. so i'm i'm curious all that to say is if you are super pumped about cyberpunk well then good deal is you only have to wait about a month now Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm hopeful. I'm going to be hopeful. I'm not going to be a negative Nancy. Hopefully, right. it is okay. what they say they deliver. All right. So delirious dads prediction time. Okay. okay. Here, here we go. All right. Let's throw our hats in there. Usually, we throw out these predictions, and we're getting to be like the Simpsons. I feel like we're starting to nail some future stuff that's happening. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, because because Crackdown Three was a smash hit. <laughs> no, that was Ryan. Okay, me and you said we weren't too hopeful. Okay, here we go. Is Cyberpunk 2077 going to be like Death Stranding? Meaning um, it wasn't, to me, the hype that it was built up up to be, but it is still like a niche game for that audience, right? Like there's certain people that still really love it, but it's it's a different kind of game. Is this, or is it going to be a game that just blows it out of the water, changes the whole landscape of gaming, or is it going to be Marvel's Avengers? Oh, gosh. Okay, my oh. opinion is Death Stranding uh, was not overhyped. There was people really excited for it and talked about it a lot, but to me, we all, in the middle of pr- talking about it and watching the videos, and we were all like, what is this game? Right? Yeah. And it, even in the middle of it, it felt that way. Like, I don't know. We don't know what's going on. What, what is it about? What are we... Was these invisible guys? Was this? And then the game was that way. That's how the game was. So, in my opinion, it was a unique game. If you're into that thing, and the people who were really hyped for it, they still seem to like it. Like there wasn't a ton of negative reviews on the game. It just wasn't a 
very broad but, game. Does that I'm make sense? It's still niche. Like I think a lot of people. It seemed like there's going to be this big, like it was supposed to open up a whole new way of gaming, kind of thing. Oh, see, my I didn't think that way about Death Stranding. I thought for that, sure this is this is weird. It's too weird. I remember the preview saying this is niche. I knew it was niche when we watched the preview. I and was, it was ready for it to be weird, but not just so much of that. It, it yeah. was like definitely like a package delivery simulator. Like, that, that's why I didn't want to say it was a bad game because I don't think yeah. it was a bad game. I think it right. was a specific so, style for that game. Hold on, I'm gonna say mine. I'm gonna finish yeah, my go Okay. Yeah. My opinion for Cyberpunk is from what I've seen and what I've researched on it, and this is a big statement to make. Uh oh. I have high hopes, and I've done this once before, but this was a whole different kind of game, too. And I think, you know, we just talked about it. Crackdown 3 had the potential to be something much bigger, <laughs> but they blew it. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Uh, I think Cyberpunk has the potential to be essentially the next uh, Grand Theft Auto. I know you guys don't want to hear that. Oh, wow. So a sci fi Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. I That's think it's got the potential to have a following and be that kind of game that really builds on itself. And that's what they're trying to promote it as. That's my opinion when I'm watching it and all that. They're not, they're never comparing it to grand theft auto, but if you look at the way the game's designed, if you look at the way the maps designed, if you look at the way they've talked about the mission play and all that kind of stuff, it's kind of grand theft auto. And what's that other one? Uh, watchdogs. E, you know what I mean? It's, it's in that realm of play, if that makes sense. Even though Watch Dogs and Grand Theft Auto are not like no, exactly the I same think, at all. Yeah, it's I more of an I, intimate look. Grand Theft Auto is definitely a, a bigger, better, way bigger, better game than Watch Dogs. Yes, but what Maybe I'm saying not is the new one. I haven't seen anything about I think, the new one, but I'm I'm talking about one and two. For sure. Yeah, but I'm talking about that that style game. I think I think they're trying to walk into this the same world that Watch Dogs walked into and didn't go anywhere. Like I mean, they people like the game, but it's not. If you were to compare, it, it's not going to compare to Grand Theft Auto, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But it's in that realm. So, do you mean like of, details of, of the environment, like uh, intricacies of? Uh, yeah, and the way and, and the free the free roam and the you know same kind of game like Saints Row, right? Yeah, essentially same kind of game. And I think that this is the same kind of game, but I think they're pouring enough into it that their hopes are that it's going to go and become almost like a big franchise name like Grand Theft Auto. And and I am keeping hopes that it will be. That's where my opinion is. I think I think it looks really good. I think they have dumped enough money into it. They've got good partners in it. And so I'm going, I hope it is, because Grand Theft Auto is kind of just taking forever to give us something new. Yeah. So I want something new like that. Hunter, your turn. Um, I would agree, I think, with the Death Stranding qu- uh, comment, but I don't think it's going to be that niche. Like, I don't think it's going to be – I think it's going to be a wider – it's going to um, appeal to a wider audience than mm-hmm. Death Stranding did. Um, but I don't think we're going to land – I think it was hype. It was on a hype train. I think it. people are expecting way too much out of the first go, just like Watch Dogs. I mean, I feel like when we were told about Watch Dogs – when it was coming out, it seemed so cool. Oh, look at this technology type thing where you can hack people. And, and then it came out and it was so one noted. Um, I think that you are going to see new things in this game. Um, I don't think it's going to be as polished as they've shown us. Yeah. And, I, so and you're thinking maybe more like Watch Dogs level. 
Like not yeah, a trash game. A little bit more than that, maybe, but it's gonna fall in between watchdogs and, and GTA for me. And okay. and I don't know if you would even put it like you said, the reason you're comparing it to GTA is because of the, you know of what that game has reached. But I don't think it's gonna be obviously in the same ballpark there. And what's funny to me is I, I, I kinda joke in my own mind, it's like they were sitting in there and they're like, man, we really hyped this up. And I don't feel like we're getting to a level we need to get at. And then the guy in there that's in the developer was like, call, call Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> you know, put Keanu in this and we'll win. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm really hopeful for it, but I'm, I'm very skeptical. And I'm going to say that it is going to be a fun game um, to look into and to play and try out. And it may have a lot of new things in it, but I don't. I don't want to expect that it's just going to blow our minds away. New, yeah. cutting edge gaming, because again, we haven't seen anything. Um, you know, well, you, you could argue that they don't want to give away anything, but I don't really see anything even in the previews we are seeing that's necessarily cutting edge. Uh, no, it's all cutscenes and graphics. I mean, storyline right. type things, and that's why. That's why I'm skeptical of it, you know. And it, from the beginning, it's like people have been hyping this up as like this is a new – there's never been a game like this, and I haven't seen the evidence of why. Well, why mm-hmm. do you say that? Yeah, I think – Well, the depth and size of the map is a big part of it from what they say. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But we haven't seen it. Right, right. Um, I think I think I'm more on the line of Hunter. To me, I'm getting the vibe, and I agree with Hunter about bringing uh, Keanu Reeves in. It was like, oh, yeah, let's get it real hyped. Anytime there's a celebrity Kind of like Death Death Stranding. He's the same kind of thing. Yeah, that's probably why I had the same same feelings. Mm -hmm. But I just, this is my prediction. I think it's going to be a game like, um, and you guys might get a little offended by this, more like like a Mafia 2 or. No, um, I see that. I agree with you, actually. Max Payne. A game like Max mm-hmm. Payne, something mm-hmm. that was very similar, like Ryan said, a Grand Theft Auto style game, mm-hmm. right? But it's but not, never getting to that level. But it's not open world in that way. It's still kind of linear and keeps you kind of boxed mm-hmm. in, and yes, you know, you're going to move through these missions and you know that kind of thing. I don't think. I mean, yeah, that, Max Payne slapped just, for me though, bro. I gotta say, Max Payne was. A good <laughs> you don't think it's going to be? You don't think it's going to be open like Grand Theft Auto or like Saints Row? You think it's going to be a little bit more? Linear, not linear, yeah, but I know okay. what you're talking about leading one, you down a path. Constantly. Yeah, yeah, the, the reason never, why I say not like Grand Theft Auto because Grand Theft Auto is like the openness of open. Yeah, like Grand Theft Auto, you can you can play that game for hours and not do a storyline mission. Right. Mm-hmm. You can just mess around. You can find secrets. You can drive and look at the landscape. You can steal cars. You, you, I mean, there's just so many things in Grand Theft Auto that can keep you occupied and having fun mm-hmm. without even doing the storyline. And I think some of these. Other games fall short of that, like like mm-hmm. Watch Dogs, like Saints Row. Mm-hmm. It, it, it doesn't keep your attention and, and keep that um, fun, like as much. It's not as much fun when you can when you're not even doing the storyline, I yeah. guess. And I that's what I think Clinton is going is yeah, they're not, not nailing that free world. I get what you're saying. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Not that it's just a he's going to be going down a straight path all the time. You can't veer from it, but you may have to just be in one section at a time. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, not being able to really expand out and just kind of Arkham City explore. Yeah, exactly. Way. Because you've got to, and I would think, well, Arkham, yeah, 
not that it's a bad game but it's like it's still got that kind of yeah and maybe even more like uh a good comparison to that would be like far cry too yeah right like far Far cry is an open world but it's very there's still that main story that you're following yeah there's no very much so yeah i get what you're saying like hey you are in the other part of the map there's nothing to do it's just i I hope it's not like that that's i do too i'm putting a peg i'm putting a peg in a board that their their goal here even though they're not saying it is to be as much like Grand Theft Auto as possible, but with a whole different kind of vibe, right? A whole different era. I just feel like hope the world is the way they'll change it. The way they'll change the game is bringing us into a whole nother storyline, a whole nother world, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and a storytelling that we're not used to. Because Grand Theft Auto is Grand Theft Auto, we're used to right. that, and then we're used to it's in, supposed to be in present time. Right. But when you're going into this sci-fi world, and you, it, if they can make it so detailed and immersive that you mm-hmm. are finding secrets across the map and able to, you know, go into storylines that aren't even part of your main missions just because you're snooping around. I mean, mm-hmm. gosh, that's how you will make it a new game. It'll be, yeah, you know, that's what I'm hoping for. I'm crossing my fingers. Yeah, that's I, what I'm hoping for. I, I think well, I'm going to be hoping for it with you. <laughs> the big points for me was the detail part. I remember us talking about how detailed they want the missions to be. There's going to be layers. Like you can go up and down this little building, this little skyscraper. Mm-hmm. Right. And so to me, it's like, well, that's got to be something that's so linear. You know, they're not going to be able, in, in my mind, they're not going to be able to open it up and it be that detailed. But it's like I, every I building you could go in like that. Yeah. Yeah. I want it to be that, but you know, mm-hmm. and, and the mm-hmm. fact that they haven't showed us anything. Usually I feel like a game developer, if they really have something good like that, they've, they'll mm-hmm. show it. They'll definitely show at least show you snippets of that, and I just don't feel like I've seen that yet. You heard my feelings. I'm sorry. It's just all right. We got one month left till we find out. So that's right. That's true. All right, Hunt Dog. That was good. Sorry, sorry, we hijacked and went into prediction land. (laughs) No, that's right. That's really good. Ryan, are you ready to talk about some Xbox Series X? Yeah. And then I'll be ready to stop talking about it, so I don't want one again. Uh-huh, uh-huh. This is the green pre-ordered deal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do we even have like a do 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 do? Here comes the next session, or that was it right there. We're ready. There isn't anything for this, right? Because it's just kind of like a made-up section. No, we're gonna give, this- we're gonna give it the gadgets and gifts. Are you scurvy dogs? Where's me Luca? All right. I would say that this fits gadgets and gifts. It's Christmas time right around the corner, and it's definitely a gadget that people want as a gift. Um, any new console is that way, especially when it's next gen, when it's the mm-hmm. first release of it. And so we're talking about Xbox Series X. And yes, I, I said Series X because who cares about the Series S? Throw it away. Anyways, um, okay, some of you might be buying the Series S. I get it. I'm the guy that doesn't have a 120 hertz display either in my living room, and I can't do you know 4K all the time. And so maybe the Series S is actually more along the lines of what I should buy. But if I'm buying one, I'm not going to. There's no way I'm going to spend 300 on the Series S when I can spend 500 and get the Series X. Not going to happen. So, And I think most gamers feel the same way. Maybe you're going to buy a Series X and a Series S so your kids can play along with you in the other room. 
but you're not going to buy just the Series S. I just don't see it happening. What are your What are your thoughts on that? No, I've already expressed that. I think we've had this conversation before. Yeah, but. yeah. As a gamer dad, I'm not. I mean, you got to be the dad that sucks. No, I shouldn't yeah. say it, that. That's feels, that's mean because no, a dad on a no, budget no, no, can't no. help it. You're, no, but, no, no. You're 100 percent right. You're the dad that sucks because if you bought the Xbox Series S, it's because you didn't skip smoking for two weeks or something like that. You easily could rummage up that extra 200 bucks. You're a cheap sob, and you should go behind the bar and take care of yourself. Yeah, if you did that to your kid, that's messed up. <laughs> wow, just go ahead. I'm and with, hey, I'm I'm in it. If we're if hey, I can't afford a console at all because we're paying bills. Cool, but if you're buying the three hundred dollar one, go on the corner and do some work. Whatever you need to do, you know, get the, get the other two hundred yeah. and get it for your kid, uh, or get it for yourself and say it's for your kid. However you want to go about it. Um, okay, so people though they're screwed on the pre order. Uh, people have been getting it, and there's all kinds of video reviews and things like that out there. Okay. I'm going to start off with a little bit of what I would call bad news, and I'm going to end with a little bit of bad news. Uh, okay. And there might be some bad news sprinkled without, but you know, I'm not going to just hit, hit all the good and then hit the bad at the end. Bad news first off is, and a lot of people don't consider it bad news, but Older people, if you're listening, you're an older dad, but you like the show even though you don't game that much or you just do some older-style PC gaming or something like that. Uh, the last console and this console both have to have the Internet to start up. I've known people that, that got the Xbox and they live out in the country. They got the Xbox One. They got home. They could not even play their games. Of course, there's games that you can play offline, but you cannot start and set up the initial setup on an Xbox One or the Xbox Series S or the Xbox Series X without internet connection. So if you buy one and you live in no man's land like I did for seven years, you need to go to your friend's house that has internet, set it all up, and then go home. Because if you get home, or especially if you got this for your kids on Christmas, please don't do this to them. And they can't play because you live in the boondocks. They can't even turn it on and play locally. There's going to be a lot of older people that are like, throw it away. This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It's just how they are. It's frustrating, but you do have to have internet. That, and that's a, that's a kill Christmas deal right there, too. Oh, man. I mean, you're, I, 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 you don't even have to be the bad kid who throws a fit. If I got an Xbox One on Christmas could not play and I it couldn't that play it, I'm breaking something. <laughs> I am definitely getting passive aggressive. Um, I'm, I'm, something of my dad's is getting damaged. I might not be obvious about it, but it's happening because he screwed me big. Okay. So, but what I'm trying to say here is don't do that. So I'm warning you ahead of time. Number two, these guys who already got it day one, I guess because probably what we're talking about, that there's more pre-orders than Xbox expected. And there's a new, uh, basically set up server that's handling these Xbox series X's versus the, um, original, you know, the Xbox One and the Xbox One X, right? Isn't that what it was called? The This is a, on a whole new kind of server they're connecting to that's that's booting these and locking them in and all that jazz. And it was down. And when I say it was down, I mean you turn the Xbox on with Internet and there were people waiting hours before it would ever even start mm. because it could not connect not just to the internet, but it needed to connect to their servers is mm-hmm. what I understand. And, and wouldn't because they crashed them, which that would be mind blowing to me. I'd be pissed for sure. It's like, 
what the freak? I've got this review video I got to put out. Especially if you're like a YouTube channel or something, I'd be super upset. That's me with WoW, guys. I know I keep mentioning WoW tonight on the podcast, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I've, there's been times new expansion day one, log in, can't play. Yep. You know. Yep. There's what? nothing like it. Yeah. Nothing like it. It's like get your crap together. But good thing is, once it did turn on, you had an update. Okay. Which is not a good thing. Nobody wants to open a brand new console and have well, an update. Well, how it's like when you buy a brand new game and have an update. How long of an update are we talking here? It depends on how slow your internet is. Some people, you know, 30, 45 minutes. Mm. Some people, five minutes. But it was a it was a substantial well, I, update. I, I didn't know if we're talking like Call of Duty update. You know, that screws you. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. We're not, we're not, I don't think we're talking about a day for these slow, slow internet people. But they did have an update. So... Okay. Um, Let's so okay now. So now you finally got it updated. You finally got it turned on. You're connected. There now we're on to the good news. None of that is really that bad of news, but it would be very frustrating if you just got your console. Mm-hmm. Good news is the sync from your old console to your new console is seamless. Nobody's had any problems with it at all. All they do, and, and you can download the app on your phone, so it's already got your stuff on there. So when you start up the new console. You link your phone with your with your Xbox Series X, and boom, all your settings, all your backgrounds, all your everything is just boop, ready to go. From the cloud, boom, straight to your new one, no setup. You're ready okay. to go. Passwords, everything's there. Uh, people have loved it. They said it, it was just the easiest new console that they've ever experienced, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, once you got past those initial problems. Okay, so next I'd say on the list is... Right off the bat, you're not worried about how a game plays. You know, everybody does. They turn on their Xbox or whatever it is, new console, and what do you do? You play with the UI, right? I mean, that's mm-hmm. what you're doing. You're flipping through the screens. You're checking all that kind of stuff out. One of the problems with the Xbox One was, you know, in comparison to modern-day stuff. In comparison to old stuff, no. But in comparison to modern-day stuff, like a nice new phone, the Xbox One UI always was a little bit chunky, was a little bit... You almost felt like there was a little bit of lag to it, um, to where this everybody says it's just crazy smooth, just mm-hmm. buttery smooth, just real real fast, super snappy, um, and part of that is due to the uh, the chip that they've had customized for this thing. Basically, um, that's running your main motherboard and stuff like that. Not your not your memory and not your graphics card, but your main motherboard and processor. Um, they say that's real fast in the sense of of being real smooth. Looks wise, we don't even need to talk about that, right? I mean, it's a fridge. It's whatever you want to call it. Right. You, you either like it or love it. It's clearly its own beast. If I that feel makes like sense. they're going like a subwoofer look to me. To to me, they didn't go modern, which I think is what bothered people. Right? It's a new console. They kind of want to see something like maybe a little bead of like LED light that lights up around the edge of it. Mm-hmm. Something that kind of gives it this modern look. I think what they did purposefully was made something that blends in. I don't think it was on accident. So like you said, it looks more like a subwoofer or something like that. And the point is more and more, and I agree with this as an, as an adult, as a kid, I'd want something more modern as a younger guy, but as an adult, more and more people are leaning towards things that blend in, right? Streamline straight. I don't need something that draws your attention over to my console. I just want to play. I mean, a lot of people in home theaters or then they spend a lot of money. It's actually behind like a wall. That's got like a, a mesh 
screen on it that just looks like the color of the wall and that's it. Nobody sees any of it. So who cares? In my opinion, who cares what it looks like? It's all about performance, but I get sending a message that the beauty's on the inside. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I, I do think that they clearly didn't care that much. I mean, it's like, you know, I guess PCs have gotten to the point where people do care about how the outside looks, right? You get your, your glass and your LEDs and all that kind of stuff. But in all reality, if you say, hey, Ryan, you can have this $1,200 gaming PC or you can have this $2,000 sleeper gaming PC that looks like an old Dell, I'm taking the $2,000 one. You know what I mean? I'm going to take the one that's better. Who cares what it looks like? That's just, you know. Um, And and that's kind of the big thing we're going to move into here. In my opinion, and in a lot of people who's watched, who's played this, who had the opinion of, hey, I'm a PlayStation guy. Hey, I'm not really interested in the Xbox. A lot of them, when trying this, have kind of gone, mm, PlayStation's in trouble. And that goes to his performance, which is what Hunter just mentioned. The, the up-resability and the increase of graphics and smoothness and duplicating frame rate and all that kind of stuff that this thing has, mm-hmm. they say everybody's saying there's nothing like it. You can pop in your Xbox disc. Forget Xbox 360. I think you can go all the way back to the original Xbox. This will play any disc. So it plays your Xbox, your 360. It plays your Xbox One and then your Xbox games. And it'll take your Xbox, I think, 360 and up. It'll take those games and actually up-res them and up the frame rate. And to where, it's, to where they're saying, you know, by the previews that I was watching these videos, it's drastically different. I mean, you're, you're playing a game you've already played, and like we just mentioned Watch Dogs, right? And the guy was talking about, yeah, Watch Dogs on, play, on Xbox One was a good game. It wasn't trash or anything like that, right? Mm-hmm. But it wasn't anything that was real eye-catching. You pop the same game into the Series X, and the ray tracing is obvious right from the get-go. Mm-hmm. The way the way the light is moving, the way the reflections are, shadowing, all that stuff they said is just night and day. Textures of the body and the clothes when they're moving, and you're talking about playing the same game. It's not really a game that's even built for this. It's just being fixed by this, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. And so there's a lot of mm-hmm, there's a lot of processing going on inside this unit that is making things better. Even games that you've already played, they're smoother, they're more fluid. Of course, you know, we just talked about a minute ago, something that most gaming PCs can't touch. People might talk about it, but unless you're dropping over two grand, it's not happening. Not with AAA. And that would be the fact that this thing is, is, and we haven't seen how perfectly it does it on the top level games, but people are already trying it. And it does do 4K, true 4K, not up-resed 4K, true 4K at 120 frames a second. And that's like, you know, most gaming PCs struggle to get 120 frames at 1080p unless you're, you know, really have a really nice gaming PC. So you're talking about over two grand for a gaming PC that can do what this $500 console does Mm -hmm. graphics-wise. Every preview I watched on it, in my opinion, the the graphics are making people kind of go... That's the biggest thing that's making people kind of go, oh, boy, PlayStation. You know, Clint said it earlier when we were talking before the show. They're they're struggling to hit 1440, right? 
I mean, they're having trouble well, with hitting. They're, they're not going to support it, and that's going to be a big deal for people that don't want to do TVs, mm-hmm. do PC monitors, things like that. So mm-hmm. they can't downscale to 1440. I'm not even sure about the 4K if it's going to hit 120 frames per second. No, I, I'm pretty sure the 4K for, for the PlayStation 5 is at 60. Yeah. They reduced your frame rate down to 60. So it's sure it's 4K, but everything's 4K now, kind of. You know, we're not playing 4K, but we would expect it that, to where this. This will actually play 8K content, so it's already set up for your 8K TVs, and it'll do H, it'll do 8K HDR, which is even more processing. It's not going to display 8K, right? So it's going to, downscale. I guess you, I guess it's downscaling would be the proper word there. Yes, but it's going to look a little bit better than regular 4K, not quite as good as 8K, but you can run 8K videos through it, right? 8K Blu-rays, things like that, and it's going to process it properly and so to me i mean it really is leaps and and bounds above i mean um the videos that i was watching on just the way just normal gameplay plays like Mm -hmm. just when you're playing a normal game you've already played such as final fantasy 14 and you jump in there it's noticeably visually better you've never played a game like that at 120 frames a second most people have it on console so they don't even know what that's like so a lot of these guys are experiencing for the first time that kind of super fluid feel that you get on PC mm-hmm. that makes people, you know, addicted to PC versus console because there is a huge leap when you're talking about 120 frames a second versus 40 or 60. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, so we, uh, and, and right now, none of us even know what it would be like to play 4K at that kind of speed. Yeah. Like my mind would be blown for sure. So yeah. <laughs> we haven't done it, but now that to think that you have a console that can do it, it's, it's pretty exciting. I, and think, I, and I think on my PC, it can do 4k 60 frames. I mm-hmm. probably wouldn't be able to stream when I do it. Mm-hmm. it. It can do it, but I, I don't know if it would be like, it couldn't do call of duty at that. Right. I'd have to turn right. a lot of textures down and things like that. So there's certain games that it wouldn't, but mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it would be awesome to go 120 frames per second, 4k. Yeah. You know, I'm spoiled rotten. Especially <laughs> on a big TV. Yeah. So uh, like some of that stuff you don't want to experience until you're ready to move up to that, right? Mm-hmm. I'm on mm-hmm. PC, I mean. So they, they say uh, some of the good things about it, too, is the fact that um, it's it's super quick in the sense of not just able to handle these graphics, but in the speed when you're fast traveling around on games that usually have like a loading screen, there's no loading at all. It's just instant fast travel. On, on the games that are that are for this. And then um, even, we talked about it before, how you can just freeze a game wherever it's at. You guys remember talking about that? Yeah, yeah. You can kind of stream it or whatever, like pauses it, then you can pick it up on another friend's console type deal. Right, right. But this a- actually works within this console between different games. So just by one click of a button, you can bring up another game. So say you had Watch Dogs and you had Call of Duty Modern Warfare and you had whatever else on here. Uh let's say Forza, right? Mm -hmm. You can just stop Forza wherever you're at in the middle of a big race. You can stop it. Boop. And then within one second, be playing Call of Duty. No, no loading. It's just, Oh, it's always there. Wherever you left Call of Duty, it would still be there too. So you can pull that up and then you can switch from that to another game. And it's just this weird kind of seamless thing we've never experienced. So Mm -hmm. someone says that and I think, well, yeah, Essentially, you could do that on PC yeah. because of your your Windows, but you wouldn't do that because you'd have your game running in the background and it would 
horribly the hurt. Processor be just yes. overloaded. Yeah. yeah, so that's that's not happening is, here. Is that, that, that's on their server end, isn't it? Yes, I think so. And, and they said, and they said that the processor itself in this is just designed specifically for doing these kind of tasks. So does, you know, in this way. So for like PC, do we think that Epic Games, Steam, Blizzard's app, Activision Blizzard, do they get into this whole streaming server thing? Letter I'm not code? sure. You know, we know that we know that Xbox is right. We're we're seeing that happen with Xbox and the Game Pass. Um, or, or does Microsoft implement implement it in your Windows? Yeah, I'm not sure. Probably because you know, they're trying to bridge the gap between PC mm-hmm. and uh, Xbox mm-hmm. a little bit. And so they're saying that's you know you you think you wouldn't use it, but then they say you know as soon as you're playing a little bit, you realize you will because you're sitting there playing a game. You've been fighting this boss six times in a row. It's frustrating. You just jump out and run a race in Forza. You know what I mean? Just forget that for a second. And then just come right back into that boss once you get your mind on right and you play. People people think they won't use it because we've never had the option. You know? Yeah. But they're saying when you do, you start realizing it is useful to be able to just flip-flop through those like that. And, and especially because you're not having any, let me close this down. Let me start this one up. Let me go through the loading screen again. Let me go through. We don't even know what that's like because we're still experiencing that every time we start you know, modern warfare on our PC, right? Mm-hmm. We're sitting here just, geez. Um, they said that they said that that's that's really good. Some people have tested also even playing these games off an external hard drive, and it's still almost as fast. So they did a very good job at allowing you to have expandable storage. Now they also have a special proprietary slot, which is one of the complaints, meaning. When I say proprietary, I mean kind of like Apple does. So there's a slot in here that actually plugs directly into the processor. So that smooth, super goodness that's going on in that processor, you can add a terabyte expansion, right? Mm-hmm. And it'll, it'll be just like it's built into the Xbox, no slower. It's going to be just as good as the one that's in there, if that makes sense. Mm. And so it, it goes directly into the processor, and it's going to be able to be that just instant, liquidy smooth. Now, what they said the problem is is that expansion for a terabyte is like two hundred and twenty bucks. It's almost half the cost of your Xbox. And you which have to do it through Xbox, right? That's what you're saying. Yeah, because it's proprietary. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's a very specific hard drive made for this processor and this hookup. And so a lot of guys are saying, man, if you're willing with just waiting a couple seconds, because it's not going to affect the way your game runs. It's just going to affect your loading times a little bit. Then you might as well go for the same price and buy a ten terabyte external yeah. hard drive. You know what I mean? It's just not. And and remember, we're storing all these games now. So, yes, the Xbox has one terabyte on it. I think it should have had two or three because yeah. this thing has one terabyte on it and you got only 800 of that available, right? And so, essentially, with the modern-day games, you've got eight games. That's not enough. Maybe. That's pushing. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and to me, that's that's not near enough for something that you're trying to go discless almost, right? You're, yeah. you're going cloud gaming and all this kind of stuff. Um, so, I mean, I think one of the biggest comparisons you've got between the two, if we're not talking about the processing power and graphics, it sounds like it's going to be, you know, a lot of but one thing that's pulling people in is the Game Pass. We've talked about it a bunch, and it's just getting better and better all the time right now. Game Pass is going to be something that's going to make people want to play Xbox. But the negative is, like I said, uh, when we were off air, no exclusives. Yeah. There's other than uh, Halo Infinity, which is like maybe could be a year away. We don't know when it's coming. Right. Even though they slapped freaking 
master uh, chef on the box. I know if you guys are just now listening, I know it's chief. It's a, it's a throwback. Anyways, uh, they slap him on the box and everything, which is kind of crazy because we don't even know when the game's coming. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, they're just using it for promotion. Oh, well, Xbox and Halo are hand in hand though. Yeah, but that's not enough to really lure you into getting an Xbox one. No, one that, game. That's, that's not going to get new fans for sure. No. Mm-mm. No, but there's just always been that bundle pack. I don't think you can go back without seeing some sort of bundle pack in one of the Xboxes that had Halo with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we're not talking about a, about a bundle pack. It's got nothing with it. I, I know. I'm just yeah. I'm just saying if you so if I say Halo, you don't think of anything else but Xbox. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. But but this is a common problem all new consoles have. I've never, I've, especially back when I was young and, and could get those new consoles when I was a kid. My dad get them for me. Um, you always have the situation it's, you know, of you got the new console, you got one game or two games mm-hmm. and you're super excited. The first couple of times you play, you're in there. And then after a couple of days, you're like, man, cause they're usually well, like, they're usually like starter level games. They're not the mm-hmm. best. It's like, mm-hmm. Hey, here's crash bandicoot. Hey, here's yeah, but this. That's the thing. PlayStation has like four or five. Good, good yeah. games that are exclusives that are co- supposed to come out basically right away. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think that the, that's a pretty big win. If you're, you know, if you're a console guy, that's, that's a big thing, I think, for a lot of console players. Um, controller, I don't even know. Have we talked about the controller before? It's the same feel other than it's all matte finished. Even the top where it used to be shiny black, it's now matte up there. Um, it's got a little bit more grip and texture to the handle portion, but it's the exact same shape and design as the Xbox one. So not a big change, which is good because the Xbox one controller has been like the most preferred controller since it came out. Uh, it's really fits the hand well and stuff like that. But uh, it, they did add the button that basically does what the PlayStation, what is it? A share button. Is that what PlayStation yeah. has? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They've got that now. So you can press it once for a screenshot, press and hold for a clip kind of a thing, and then share it. They built that into the Xbox controller. Now, um, one thing I really liked is just like the back compatibility with um, the games. It's back compatible with controller. So okay. you can play with your Xbox One controllers and it works like just that. exactly the same. Um, this new controller, one of the biggest features that I didn't hear about at all, but I think is a good feature, especially for this new age of gaming, is this is and, and Xbox Game Pass. So I know that's why they did it. This controller can pair with your phone compare with your computer and compare with your Xbox and can save each configuration and settings for each one and know, know, know which one it's connected to. So you don't have to reconfigure it when you set up to each one, if that makes sense. And you don't have to unpair it with the other one to pair it to this one. Yeah. You can just pair it because it's looking at it like a whole separate thing, if that makes sense. I think that's a pretty cool feature. Are they cordless charging? They are not cordless charging. They've got a base you can set it on that charges, if I remember right. Um, you're talking about NFC? I don't know. I was just asking because if so, if one of the consoles had uh, cordless charging, I'd be they'd win for me. Because that's interesting because it's not charged. That's ever. an interesting question that you say that because the base that you set it on is face down. If that makes sense. So if you've got the the controller here and you guys can't see. On my, I'm holding my hands though. It sits in the base this way, 
right? Straight and up. so, yeah, but your port for charging is on top, which one thing they did change, which is great, is they did make it type C, right? So now it's, it's universal. It can, you can use the cord you've already got laying around and plug in like you have on your Android phone and stuff like that, which is great because I used to be pissed at the PlayStation guys who had the USB, micro USB, and you could just plug into anything. And then Xbox always had that little special deal that locked on the top for the charge and play. Mm. And that screwed up. I hate that proprietary stuff. So um, I like the idea that it's type C, but now you, maybe one of you guys can look at that while we're talking. Is this wireless charging? Because it does sit on the dock and charge the other way. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. I don't so remember hearing might, about it, but I can look it up for you. Yeah. I didn't hear him mention it in the videos either. So it'd be like, I think that would be big news. Um, the console does weigh 10 pounds. I mean, not that you're going to be moving your console all over the place, but that's 10 pounds. That's a heavy mammer jammer for a console. Wow. Yeah. Um, it said I think it the does, play section looks pretty big, though, too. Yeah. They said it does put out quite a bit of heat because it essentially is like a gaming PC. And so you do want to make sure you have good clearance on your top for your vent because that's where it's venting out of. Whether you lay it on its side or up, you don't want it too close to a shelf or you're probably going to overheat the thing. Um, trying, to, trying to remember anything else that I saw that was really good about it. I mean, they, all the gameplay was good. Um, the speed, the quickness of it was good. Uh, they loved the, the load times, all that kind of stuff. The graphics was great. The controller, they said, is great. They didn't, they didn't add anything negative to it. They just made better a little bit what they had before. Um, the fact that you can put expandable storage that works well. And I think that's probably about it, unless something pops into my head here in just a second. I mentioned that it's got one terabyte inside. It's got 16 gigs of RAM. I didn't mention that, but I think we kind of already talked about that in previous episodes. Um, Anything else that you guys were thinking that you were hoping to find out about what people thought? No, not really. For me, it's going to be, you know, when both consoles are out for a, a little while, just hearing the feedback on both of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you already know that based on the specs that Xbox, obviously, I guess, is going to have a better uh, visual with the, with the way it runs. But uh, I just want to, yeah. Curious to just hear about compare everything, be able to compare everything, and just see. Who knows? I might jump over to to the Xbox game again for, well, for this. My my question is: Will it have that big of a difference? Because sometimes when you get a, a stat that says, "Hey, 4K, 120 frames a second," that sounds great. If there's games that run 4K, 120 frames a second, yeah. made for the Xbox, right? Sometimes it's not because maybe it doesn't really run it the best. So only a few specific games that aren't very intense will mm-hmm. run at 4K, 120 frames a second. And that sucks to say, but we all know every time a new console's come out, there's been things like that, right? There's stats that they tout. And then when you actually compare them side by side, you're like, these both look the same. Like they look right. just as good. Yeah, and so, and I feel like it's right. got to be more that because it is a five hundred dollar console. Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and, on your question about the controller, it says here that the controller includes the additional USB C connectivity to replace the top, like you said, the top fastening micro USB. Mm-hmm. It says the gamepad also retains the external batteries requiring double A cells or a separate charging back. When using yeah. a charging back, users will need a USB C 
to USB-A cable due to a lack of USB-C on the system itself. Um, okay. So it's just regular so, USB port to USB-C. No NFC charging. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, unless PlayStation had it, and I guess it's not a big deal because we're not used to it, but I think that'd be great if you had a pad you could just throw it down on. Oh, That'd be man, awesome. It's, right? it's, it's freaking it's, sweet. It's the because big headache of all modern generations. Never charged. Oh yeah. I've got I've got three PlayStation controllers and they're all always dead. Mm-hmm. Never Because you just you just forget to plug them in when you're done playing? Yeah. Well I don't. My wife and, and kids do, you know. Ah, okay. I got you. Oh, I that one's you. dead. Claire goes, grabs the other one, turns it on. Boom. Mm-hmm. Well, and if you don't have a a charging station and you just have that one cord. You charge one at a time, so I'll charge one and then I'll play with it, and then forget to be charging the other one while I'm mm. playing with that one. And it's just mm-hmm. like, and it's not a big deal for me when I'm playing by myself because I always have one. But it's like if I ever have somebody come over and wants to play Madden with me or something, mm-hmm. I always have one dead or two dead. So yeah, like, that stinks. I think I mentioned AMD is the guy is uh, that's who made this. You know the the GPU in here uh-huh. and. They did say that it's pretty comparable to the 2070, 2080 Super, basically the ray trade, the RTX, you know, mm-hmm. um, which I think is that's pretty high level for a console. Yeah. Um, so other than that, like, sounds like they did a lot with processing and graphics. Was their fo- focus graphics card and processor speed? Yeah. Yep. They they're really going for that seamless feel. That's Which is clearly probably, their goal. Probably why you're still getting that 800 gig, that 1000 terabyte, or that one mm-hmm. terabyte. Mm-hmm. To keep that. Yeah, that's down true. Pretty. That's true. Yep. And, and they said, hey, you know, we're going to offer this extra thing here, and hopefully people will buy it because they'll have to, right? And we're going to make some of our money back on that because obviously that little external hard drive probably is 80% profit. Yeah. So, and it might help with the console sales because people probably will buy it, even though it's expensive, mm-hmm. because they want to not have any lag, right? They're buying the super fast thing. So, I mean, it's not going to cause lag in your actual shooting and stuff during a game. Don't get me wrong, guys. It is definitely a loading screen and startup lag that you're going to experience, not online internet play lag. I imagine the game itself, I don't know. They may have a, I don't know if they have the ability to just down res it, right? Like if you like if it, if you're playing Call of Duty, for instance, Warzone, hey, we can't handle this at 4K. Does it automatically switch it down to 1080? Oh yeah, while you're playing online, you mean? Uh huh. Yeah, I don't know. It might not. It might not even have the option. That's what I'm saying. You might be thinking, hey, I'm gonna get on Call of Duty Warzone and play at freaking 4K, 120 frames a second on my super sweet Samsung TV. And then when you hook up, you realize, oh, no, that's only available in story mode. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And then when you're on um, online, yes, it dumbs you down to 4K 60 frames or 1080 120 frames. That's what I'm guessing. That's what I think is going to happen. Because to imagine a console playing on an 80-inch TV in your living room at 4K 120 frames a second, that's if that's what they did, they blew it out of the water, in my opinion. I mean, that's just... Yeah. I just price wise, I just don't see it feasibly being a thing, right? Yeah, me, like, me either. Like yeah, hard to wrap my head around it. If you have all your details turned up, everything yeah. is maxed out. I mean, there's no way you could do that on a console. That I would think. I would think it has uh-huh. to be like everything stripped back, so maybe the the textures look good, 
but it's just not so much detail in that distance. Something. Right. I don't know. We'll have to review or, that as or, time goes on. Or like I, like we're saying, it, or, or it's downscaling. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. Well, because if it's not, then you're going to have some people really thinking about getting a console that thought they were done with consoles. Yeah. Right. I mean, because that's cheap. Oh, yeah. I'll hook that console up to my computer screen and let's play. Yeah. Right. Because that's really that's what you're talking about doing. Yeah. Everything's becoming cross platform, anyways. Yep. So I'll, I'll go get me a stream card uh, and plug that yep. bad boy into it. And there we yep. go. Yep. Rock yep. And roll. Oh, yeah. They got my wheels turning. I'm going to be watching over these next couple months, see what actually happens here. Hunters over there, like freaking PlayStation. Step it up. Come on. Here we go. Come on, PlayStation. Where you at? I think. I think PlayStation's going to have huge changes too. There's, they've never not, they've never both come out with a new console and been like a big divide between them. Never. Yeah. So this just has me excited for both of them, to be honest. I really want to know that nitty gritty about the PlayStation Two. I'm excited for when it comes out. See them details. See how that controller mm-hmm. system works. Mm-hmm. That new dual dual sense. Yeah, it's really too. It's too hard to tell until both products are out and you get some consumer reviews. Yeah. Yep. I think that's all I've got. All right. Well, that's good. Now I'm really thinking about an Xbox uh, Series X. Mm-hmm. Got to wait till that PlayStation comes out, though. You know, yep. size them up. For sure. For the, sure. The good thing is, you know, I don't have a ton of money just to buy both, so it'll be mm-hmm. a while before I pull any trigger on anything. So. Yep. Yep. Same for me. I mean, i got to be very selective if I am able to get any. Yeah. Yeah. Hunter, though, on the other hand. Yeah, Yeah. there you go. (laughs) Hunter will be bringing the review here in six months, guys. When does the PlayStation 5 come out? You guys know? Uh, Later in November, right? Oh, so it's here. It's not very far at all. Yeah, they, 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 I think it's like the 18th. I think something. Could you imagine what if, what if Xbox didn't say anything? I see, but they have to because they got to build hype, right? Yeah. Oh. But what if, what if was, they didn't? I, I was lying. It's coming out uh, the twelfth. Oh, no so time at all. So it's coming out Thursday. Yeah. November, okay. Cool. November twelfth on a Thursday. So we'll be talking about it next week. Simple yeah. as that. Yep. They'll get our special attention next week. Mm-hmm. We'll let Hunter present that. Yeah. We'll call it the Xboxing match. The Xbox match, I like that, though. Oh, it's good. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed it. Ryan always bringing the tech, you know, like a like a champ, like a pro. He gets in there and talks about the details, and I'm just like, oh, you know, because <laughs> I don't I don't pick apart, you know. Like if you ever talk to yeah. Ryan about an Android phone. He's over there just, it's got the 25 micron screen, you know, 1440, <laughs> you know. I'm just like, it's got pretty picture. Yeah. Like, oh, that's uh, pretty. That's Apple. It's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, Apple guys don't even do that. They just go, oh, next Apple. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that's all they say. Thank you. May I have another? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, no, no, it has me the same way. It's not, it's not that it's Samsung. And it's not that it's Android. It's the Note. It's had me since Note 4, and I can't go anywhere. I'm locked in. I look at other phones. I always go, mm. I really looked at the Pixel. I looked at the Microsoft phone. I looked at a bunch of different ones. They're, they're still running Android, and I just can't leave Note. They got me. They got certain features I've gotten used to, and that's it. They, just it's just like, have it. <laughs> it's like its own thing. Yep. 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 Well, guys, if you enjoyed tonight's episode, 
uh, we'd like for you to go over to our Patreon. Check that out. You can donate to the show there. Give us your money. Or you can donate stars to us on Facebook. You know, give a share, give a like, tell a friend, mm-hmm. you know, all that good stuff to help us grow the community. Um, as things settle down, you know, right now our winter schedule has been crazy, or I should say fall schedule. We're not even into winter yet, but uh, it's been a little crazy. So bear with us as schedules change. Um, we may have situations where we have Hunter one week, Ryan another week. It's getting pretty crazy. So mm-hmm. just bear with us. We'll get through the Christmas season and uh, we will be ramping up 2021 very strong. Um, but I know we got a ton of millionaire viewers out there. If you oh, are yeah. a millionaire and you just drop the, the couple mils, then we won't have to worry about it. We can just create content for you daily. So yeah, all the time. Keep that in mind. I know one millionaire that just keeps asking me to play games with him all the time. Yeah, me too. Oh, yeah. He could totally help a brother out. no but we enjoy this guys hey and like i said we do want to build the community and get more interaction um that's kind of going to be our goal moving forward uh into the next year but uh just want to give you guys kind of let you know what's going on with us because we've been so busy all of us so anyway we're busy busy little bees we appreciate the support those of you listening in and enjoying the show you know that's what uh keeps us coming back for more Anyway, with that said, guys, stay delirious, stay daddy, and stay gaming. This has been a Delirious Dads production. For more information about the show, visit our website at www.deliriousdadsgaming.com. You can also find us on facebook.com slash deliriousdadsgaming, twitch.tv, and YouTube. Make sure you like and share our pages to help us grow the channel. You can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Please leave a rating and review if you enjoy the show. Thank you again for listening, and we hope to see you next time.